Hello, my Rebels. Today is a very fun show, very interesting show. It's the best of where our journalists select their own best moment from 2021 and give a little intro to what they said and did. Um, it's really important to see this in video because so much of our work is through the video medium. Please go to rebelnewsplus.com. Click subscribe. It's eight bucks a month, which is half Netflix. I think it's way more fun than Netflix, at least if you care about politics. So um, without further ado, here's today's podcast. Tonight, the best of the rebel, our teammates share their favorite moment from the past year. It's December 30th, and this is the Ezra Levant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon I consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I publish it is because it's my bloody right to do so. Hey guys, it's your friendly neighborhood video journalist, Matt Brebner, coming at you live from Christmas vacation in British Columbia. And as my first year as a rebel comes to a close, I must say it's been one of the most craziest years of my life. And I know that's not just for me, that's for every Canadian, especially on the West Coast with the church fires, lockdown measures, pandemics, etc. It just seems like for a while there, every day, there was something new and crazy and it was just a little bit overwhelming. So I must say, although I am prepped and ready for what 2022 has to bring for the rest of us, I am excited to say that 2021 is coming to a close. Um, I was asked to share one of my favorite moments of 2021. And I don't know if this was my favorite moment, but it was definitely one of the most intense moments of my life. And that's when Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, was in White Rock, uh, British Columbia to discuss affordable housing and once the locals caught wind that he was going to be in town they literally ran him out like ran him out chased him out of the neighborhood and and uh, for some odd reason I managed to get really close to the prime minister and I had a chance to ask him some tough questions um, of course he had no answers for me but it was just so bizarre and it felt like a like a once-in-a-lifetime moment so I'm honored to share that with you guys and uh, that will be my top moment of 2021. Happy holidays and God bless you all. You're a local, you live in the White Rock area? Yeah, yeah, I live in White Rock, yeah. Okay, uh, are you a homeowner? No, no. Okay. So, how can you be? How can you be these days? <laughs> I think this guy basically represents, who, he's a drama teacher, okay? And he has absolutely no uh, place in politics of, here, here. Of, of a city, not to mention the country, you know? Here, here. Is there a way in which this you feel this administration has let you down, or that you think they've done great? Um, you should almost feel embarrassed asking that. <laughs> uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, our vaccine passports here to stay, sir. Vaccine passports disproportionately affect Black Canadians, sir. Black Canadians are disproportionately unvaccinated compared to Caucasian Canadians. Vaccine passports create a two-tiered society, sir. We are here on 144th Street in White Rock, BC. Um, 
we're getting the cat and mouse run around game. We're not being allowed in. Um, they're saying just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Well, we've been waiting for a while and uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to get in there. I was just hoping to ask, the announcement today is about affordable housing and we are in White Rock, close to the Crescent Beach community, which is one of the most expensive neighborhoods in the Lower Mainland. Um, this house we're standing in front of right here is, it's got to be an MLS of at least 1.5 million. It doesn't exactly scream affordable housing. <laughs> for, for the average Vancouverite or British Columbian. Uh, this is just the reality of the situation. I'm not protesting, I'm media and I'm just trying to ask a question. <laughs> yes, sir, I am, yeah, I am. So, you know, I just was hoping to ask him some questions about affordable housing because he's here to announce his affordable housing plan in a house in one of the most expensive <laughs> neighborhoods in the lower mainland where this has got an MLS for at least 1.5, 1.6. And uh, it just seems a little tone deaf, but... Um, no. What's your solution? What would be your solution if you were PM? Uh, well, it's it's nuanced. What issues are we talking about specifically? The housing, the housing yeah. issue. Well, I think a rent, I think a rent to own uh, initiative is a great idea because there's no reason why people uh, who can pay three thousand dollars a month for rent shouldn't be able to have a two thousand dollar mortgage. Right. Um, but the issue is the runaway inflation because we've been burning so much money and we're running at a four percent inflation rate, which is double what, what uh, the national average should be to, for an economy to be on track. Uh, because of COVID. So that's tough. Like I grew, I grew up here, you know, and I'm not, I'm probably not going to be able to live here. Yeah. And because of COVID, I'm probably not going to be able to leave. And if I don't get vaccinated, I probably won't be able to take a flight to even flee. So You're it's, not I'm not, sir. I don't mean to, I hope that doesn't make you uncomfortable or whatever else. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's fair. Um, but to be honest with you, the, I understand the mask you're wearing is for your safety, but if you, if you do any research on it whatsoever, and I'm not well, just, I, I just a straight rule. No, I trust the science too. Like, you know, okay. uh, that's the thing. Trust the science has become a bit of a, a slogan because there's, there's hundreds of, of doctors and virologists and epidemiologists that are being silenced and deplatformed for speaking their opinions. And I, I think people like myself would feel a little bit more comfortable if there was open and honest discourse about the whole conversation and not shame and coercion like we're seeing from from our governments um, but you know I don't make I don't mean to make you uncomfortable sir so I will keep my distance over well, he's not getting on the bus he's not getting on the bus he's not getting on the bus Justin our vaccine passports here to stay sir our vaccine passports here to stay vaccine passports disproportionately affect people of color in Canada sir overwhelmingly Vaccine passports disproportionately affect black Canadians, sir. How long are vaccine passports here to stay, sir? Will there be religious exemptions for, for the unvaccinated in Canada, sir? Get, get the protesters. Sir, will there be religious exemptions? Will there be religious exemptions for vaccine passports, sir? Sir, will there be religious exemptions, sir? Do you think that it's insensitive to call a snap election when there are Canadian armed forces dying in Afghanistan, stuck in Kabul, sir? Do you think it is insensitive? Yet again, from the Prime Minister of our country, just smiles and selfies, and he dodges difficult questions. Smiles and selfies, but hey, at least he has a nice tie, right? Never mind 4% inflation, at least he has a nice tie. And again, the story is gonna be the crazy protesters.
me tell you what my best moment of the year is. I started working for Ribbon News in June, and before that, I was a worldwide traveler. When COVID-19 came up, I was repatriated from Africa. Then in March 2021, I was arrested by the police because of the abusive measure put in place by Lego government. Moka Bezirgen, chief videographer, met me during one of the many demonstrations we had, and this one was in front of the Parliament of Quebec. He noticed my presence since I was the girl with the roses. I was offering these flowers to the police officer to remind them what humanity was and to remind them that their hope is to protect the people and not to terrorize them. So I became the election correspondent of 2021, the one who a few months before March in the street to demand freedom of choice and who later chased away five of the main political leaders. Who would have believed it? Not even me. The journey to reach the ultimate goal of confronting Mr. Trudeau in person was tumultuous. Nothing is easy in life. A trial, a plane, a first antigen test, a race against the clock, a second PCR test, a second trial, and here I am in the media room. Nervousness overwhelmed me, but passion kept me going. Mr. Trudeau finally showed his true color in front of millions of people. Here is my interaction. Plusieurs Canadiens ne désirent pas avoir une, un rappel de, de vaccin. Allez-vous leur enlever leurs privilèges reliés au passeport vaccinal? Et aurez-vous l'obligeance de répondre à ma question en tant que premier ministre ou allez-vous encore diaboliser mon média? J'ai partagé ma perspective sur ton organisation euh, hier soir. J'ai plus rien à dire. Ça demande bien qui vous êtes. Merci. Next year will be the provincial election and we will have to double our strategy to make sure we are there. The other side of the story needs to be brought to light and that's what we are doing for you. I wish you a happy holiday and don't let anyone stop you from experiencing the magic of Christmas. Hey, what's Alexa for Ruben News? Now, I don't need to tell you that it's been a crazy past two years, but over the last year, some crazy stuff has happened in and of itself. One of the major points, one of the highlights for me was when we went to the leaders debates and we had all of our journalists phoning in, asking questions, and we actually had some people in attendance, Alexa uh, being one of them. And I think that was probably the biggest moment for me because it really showed that Rebel News is stepping it up. And whether you want to believe it or not, we're there to cover the questions that people don't want to ask. We're there to show you the other side of the story and always to bring you real news. This is Moka Bezirgan with Rebel News. And my question is to Mr. O'Toole. Do you think that natural immunity from having COVID and recovering from it 
should be an exemption under vaccine rules. Are there any other exemptions would you support, like for religious reasons? I couldn't hear all of the question, but um, we've been very clear on our approach on vaccines. Vaccines are critically important. They're safe and effective for use. I encourage everyone to get vaccinated. I've been very public in that. We do respect people making their own decisions about their health care, and that's going to be our approach. We not, must inform and encourage and respect people as we use all tools to fight COVID-19, everything from masks to rapid testing, uh, in addition to getting vaccine levels up as high as possible. Bonjour, M. O'Toole. Euh, je vous ai parlé à vous et à vos, plusieurs de vos candidats cette élection. Je vous ai posé des questions et euh, vous m'avez répondu. Mais quand votre personnel a découvert que j'étais avec Rebel News, ils m'ont interdit l'entrée et également certains de vos candidats se sont enfuis de moi, dont Gérard Deltel. Ne pensez-vous pas que c'est votre travail de parler à tous les Canadiens et pas seulement à ceux qui sont en accord avec vous et que les personnes que vous aimez? We have a plan to have a positive campaign. I expect to that approach across the country. And that's why every day that I have a press conference after my announcement, that's why at the beginning of the campaign, we launched our platform and we've just uh, received the report from the parliamentary budget officer. We have a transparent approach when it comes to our plan. And that's important for me as a leader. And it's important for me to answer questions like I'm doing tonight. I have a question from Tamara Ugolini from Rebel News. Thank you. Mr. Trudeau, the only reason that I'm allowed to ask you this question is because today the federal court ruled that the government doesn't have the right to determine who is or is not a journalist. This is the second election in a row that the court had to overturn your government. Do you still insist on being able to make that decision and why? First of all, questions around accreditation were handled by the press gallery and the consortium of uh, networks who have uh, strong perspectives on quality journalism and the important information that is shared with Canadians. Uh, the reality is organizations, organizations like yours uh, that continue to spread misinformation and disinformation on the science around vaccines, around how we're going to actually get through this pandemic and be there for each other and keep our kids safe is part of why we're seeing such um, unfortunate uh, anger and lack of understanding of basic science. And quite frankly, your, I won't call it a media organization, your group of uh, individuals uh, need to take accountability for uh, some of the polarization that we're seeing in this country. And I think Canadians uh, are cluing into the fact that uh, there is a really important decision we take about the kind of country we want to see. And I salute all extraordinary hardworking journalists that put science and facts at the heart of what they do and ask me tough questions every day. Uh, but make sure that they are educating and informing Canadians from a broad range of perspectives, which is the last thing that you guys do. The question is from Avin Seuss, Rebel News. 
Uh-oh. Hello. Uh, this debate is an insider's club for the political establishment. It banned Maxime Bernier and the People's Party, even though he's ahead of you and the bloc combined in the polls. It also banned myself and Rebel News from even reporting until the federal court interjected and said that was illegal. You haven't spoke out against this exclusion. Do you think that all voices should be heard in Canada? I, I didn't fully hear the question. The sound isn't fantastic. Um, I believe you asked if voices should be heard. I certainly believe that uh, there is space and should be space for differences of opinion. I believe that uh, our democracy is healthier when we have a diversity of opinions. I think that actually what has gone on within my party has demonstrated that there are many healthy debates going on within politics, some of them difficult. Uh, so if that was your question, then certainly. Uh, I certainly am not looking for people just to agree with everything that I have to say. Uh, I think the parliament uh, is a place where we should be able to have robust exchanges, but still find the common ground. And there is a difference between having legitimate differences on policy and hyper-partisanship. Uh, we need to change the culture of politics. Alexandra pour Rebel News. Historiquement, le NPD s'est opposé aux grandes sociétés pharmaceutiques et aux sociétés milliardaires qui se sont enrichies grâce aux blocages comme Amazon et Walmart. Et le NPD était très attentif aux libertés civiles, y compris en étant pro-choix sur son propre corps. Pourquoi avez-vous embrassé les milliardaires de Big Pharma et abandonné votre philosophie de pro-choix? Euh, merci, mais je ne réponds pas aux questions de Rebel News. Merci. Est-ce que vous pensez que mmh. euh, c'est une option de ne pas répondre à un média juste parce que le fait que vous ne nous aimez pas? Nous devons... Merci beaucoup. Question, question is from Rebel News. Um, before you tell me that you're not going to answer my question, I just want to say that I'm not here representing myself or my company. I'm here representing millions of Canadians who have real questions for you, like the one my colleague Alexa just asked. People who you would marginalize. Is your message to them that they are second-class citizens? Not at all. Sorry. I'm about to show you one of my favourite moments. It was a tough one, but it was the start of everything. And thanks to everyone's support, this is why I'm doing what I am now. So thank you so much, guys. This is an emotion. Emotion. This is so moved. This is rebel news. I was working in a clothes shop last year and now I'm reporting the news. This is surreal. This is real news. Rebel news. Tune in. The great Abby Levine and your name is? I'm Yasmin Sawyer. It's Yasmin nice to meet you. <laughs> She's the people's friend. Hey guys, it's Yasmin from Brisbane. So a little bit about myself. I did martial arts in primary school. When I left school, I did retail for 10 years. And in my previous job, I met Kip, who was into film and photography. So we ended up starting a film business together. And with everything going on in the world, we thought filming the rallies would be so to this moment in inspiring people and giving them hope. And that's how we managed to get in touch with Rebel News. And this is why I'm reporting for the people in Brisbane now. And it's so inspiring to see within six months of doing this, how much the numbers have grown and how much it's changed. So I can't wait to keep filming and meeting you guys next year. So bring on 2022, a very Merry Christmas, happy holidays and a happy new year. So see you guys in the new year. Hey guys, this is Yasmin from Rebel News, Brisbane, Australia. As you can see, this march is absolutely incredible today. To keep on showing the other side of the story, 
we need your support. So please go to brisbanereporters.com and donate now because you wouldn't want to miss this. I'm at the end now, they're at the beginning, you know. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly what it's about. It's a future of these ones we need to look out for. So I had to come to this one. Yeah. I've been to all the others. That's awesome. How many have you been to? Oh, since 2020. And now it just comes a time that they're creating a, a divide, divide and conquer, as you know, with the vax or no vax, and it's very simple. People's choice, whether they take the antivirus or not, right? The people that take it, right, they can do what they like, but the people that don't take it, it's their choice. They have to suffer the consequences if they do get it. There is no, people aren't stupid anymore, you've educated people. So this is the future. And uh, we should all be proud of it and we should stand under it, stand together and fight for it. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you all. Rebel News, I'm a bit of a supporter of Army, so it's good to see you. Get real news. Yes. You're the only news I listen to. Groups of people and our leaders are showing them that it's okay to do that. If, if the seven news that came up to me, all the thing I would say is, Revolution is the best. So then they can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, so what does your umbrella say? Uh, a bit of everything, actually. we got some Trump one, mainstream media equals fake news. What's that one? World in crisis, peace, love and unity, leave our children alone, our body, our choice, if not now, when, and free Monica Smith. You know, there's quite a few people here that are just here because of the, the mandate and the choice thing, and um, that's the only reason we're here. And, Freedom movement, lockdowns. Glad there's so many people standing up today. It's, uh, it's a real, real good one. Saying what we're doing is starting to cause a little bit of anxiety for these guys behind the desk, and they said to keep doing what you're doing. Her partner did this shirt for me last night. Yeah, and um, it's for my deaf, my deaf rights generally. Thank you so much. Okay. How did I do for my first one? Amazing. He did like show everything that needed to be showed in the best possible way and showed the real message. Thank you. Yeah. You gotta rise above it. Keep your mind healthy. It's a mental war. government. I've taken orders all my freaking life and to see people put in jail for incitement, for protesting or speaking out against what's happening, it disgusts me. Australia, stand proud, stand as one. We are one, we are many. Stand up for freedom, otherwise we'll lose it all. I believe everybody has the right choice. I stand for our kids, man. I stand for the future generations and their freedoms. They don't let us work, but they still expect the rent. They can buy hands off our children, I say. No newspapers, no TV, no radio. This energy is incredible. Go Arby! Go Jody! And the People's Revolution March has shut it down. There must be 25,000 people here from the top all the way up to the bottom of Queen Street Mall. I haven't spoken to such a large audience ever. Lockdown, anti-hard government. 
people need to be informed of what they're doing, how they're doing it. You know, there's not enough information out there. People have a right to protest what they believe. They have a free choice. They're going straight down the Google. Brisbane is done Australia proud. Hey guys, K2 here with Rebel News. And I would like to share my top moment of 2021. On my fourth day working at Rebel News, I was tasked with sleeping at Archer Pavlovsky's church, awaiting a police raid. Guys, I need your help. I've been at Street Life Church for two nights now, just in case the police come and raid this place, or fence it up, lock it up. We're gonna catch them in the act. I think the Gestapo are coming. We will not bow to the hyenas, but we need your help. It's an emergency. Please go to www.savearcher.com now. Places of worship will be limited to 15 people now. This is just a taste of what it's been like for me working at Rebel News. It's not just the tasks and the stories that we're assigned to, but it's the tasks and the stories that we are willing to do to get the other side of the story is what makes this job so great. And we couldn't do it without you viewers. So thank you very much, and I hope you have a great Christmas. Tamara Ugolini here with Rebel News, and it's hard to believe that it's already that time of year where we reflect and remember the year that has passed and look forward to the new year ahead. For me, it's been hard to pin down one favorite Rebel News clip since Rebel has grown exponentially since the time that I was hired on board, and we have put out so much great content this past year that you won't find anywhere else but I can certainly pin down a theme and our Fight the Fines campaign shows it. My favorite theme from this year's reporting was all of the times that we featured clips or engaged directly with law enforcement to hold them accountable, to show the Canadian public just how outrageous police, constables, bylaw, security, etc., were acting in the name of keeping you safe. From our chief videographer and editor Efron being tripped up by Toronto police while he was trying to do his job recording protest events. To that Montreal boat incident where police tried to illegally raid the Airbnb we reserved fair and square. Menzies got arrested. And then of course the thrill of witnessing Ezra be in on the 10-hour standoff action. My personal report that pointed out the insanity was Kyle Anthony's interaction with local police in Port Stanley, Ontario, who looked pretty silly when they didn't even know the rules that they themselves were enforcing. If it weren't for Rebels' coverage and pointing out the hypocrisy and nonsense of COVID response, I'm certain that the general public would not be as well informed as they are because of our presence and our perseverance. And we promise to keep bringing you this style of reporting and investigative journalism into 2022, where I will continue to follow the facts wherever they may lead. Thank you for supporting us and me in bringing you real, on-the-ground reporting. And from my family to yours, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and the happiest New Year. Hi, my name is Nat Biazzi. I'm the campaign manager at Rebel News. Uh, so essentially I facilitate and market all of our donation pages and petitions. We were asked to provide our favorite memory. Um, and I would have to say mine was when we launched our Fight Vaccine Passports campaign. Now, some of you may be wondering, why is that her favorite memory? That's, that, that campaign launch truly is stemming from something, as David Menzies would say, uh, egregious. And you're right, vaccine passports are horrific. 
However, um, being only two weeks in at Rebel News, it was so inspiring to see so many Canadians come together and unite for this fight against government overreach and tyranny. And I think it really just speaks to how Rebel News is such a source of hope for so many Canadians. And Rebel News really is a voice for so many people who feel like their concerns aren't being heard. And it was just super exciting to be a part of this, um, I guess, movement so early on in my Rebel career. My favourite clip from this year has to be when I stood on the corner of a, an anti-lockdown, anti-COVID mandate protest and lots and lots of people just came up to me and started shaking my hand and saying thank you. I didn't know that the camera was rolling at the time and having someone come up to you and say that I value your work and I value you for what you're doing is incredible. It's an incredible feeling. Um, and I couldn't even quite speak. It was that sort of mind-blowing. And I'm just grateful. I'm just so grateful that, um, that I can be a part of some sort of change. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Enjoy the mic. Yes. Thank you. No, thank you. No problem. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Can I take a picture of your happy mug? Yeah, with me in it. Yeah, sure. Come on. Sonable news. Yes. Oh, nice one. Well, let's get a photo. Right. Someone, can you take a shot, please, Thank you very much. Ready? There you go, mate. Cheers, mate. Have a good one, yeah? Enjoy the march. Yeah, no, and you. There you go, then. Nice one. Have a good one, yeah? Enjoy. I've been asked to give some thought to what my favorite moment in the year at my work at Rebel News was or is. And frankly, I've given it some thought. And my favorite moment of the year comes after the very worst moment of the year. My favorite moment was your reaction, all of you at home, to the assault on my friend and colleague David Menzies by Justin Trudeau's RCMP henchman outside of a Liberal Party fundraising event at the beginning of December in Toronto. I sent David to that event. He was going to do a small rant and maybe try to shout a question at the Prime Minister as he walked in. All of this was happening while Justin Trudeau's ministers were encouraging lockdowns for normal Canadians, yet Trudeau was attending a Christmas party to enrich the Liberal Party of Canada because apparently get-togethers, according to Justin Trudeau's behaviour, were not viral vectors as long as they made a few fundraising bucks for his party. But then Justin Trudeau's security detail violently assaulted David, battering him, bloodying him. It was the worst thing I may have ever seen at this company, but definitely the worst thing I saw this year on the job. I still have a tough time watching the video and I've watched it dozens of times, unfortunately. And then David's peers in the media, his peers in the bought and paid for mainstream media, treated him like he was asking for it, that he had it coming, even though the video of the altercation showed absolutely no such thing. It was insult to injury, but it was completely expected that they would protect the politician when he acted like an authoritarian dictator as long as the politician's politics were right because David's politics were wrong. But my favorite moment was you at home and your reaction to how David was treated. When we asked you to stand with David Menzies, boy, did you ever. And my email was and still is inundated with people concerned for David's welfare and sharing their best, funniest moments that they have had with David Menzies. And for me, that's why I do this job. And that's why I work for this company. We stick together. Normal people knew what was right and what was wrong. And when the moral and intellectual superiors, at least the self-appointed ones in the mainstream media, 
Well, their moral compass, it was broken. The normal people saw what was right in front of them and the mainstream media covered their eyes. That's why I will always advocate for normal people. That's why every day I talk about issues that matter to normal people. And that's why I won't let normal people be marginalized by politicians and the mainstream media. Because normal people have a moral compass. And our mainstream media and our politicians do not. So, from my family to yours, thank you for always being normal. It's the reason I do this job. Ezra, they smashed my face into a wooden wall. Am I under arrest? Get off of me. Guys, relax. You can't touch me if I'm not under arrest. Well, that's our show for today. I tell you, I love our Rebel team. I, um, I'm lucky. I get to work with these people. I, I often recruit these folks, and I do my best to help them be them, be free to speak plainly, to travel the country, sometimes even the world. And we back them up if they get in trouble. And boy, do they, do they show in return their love for freedom and for this country. And of course, we have Rebels around the world, too in uh, the United Kingdom and Australia in particular. So I'm so very proud of our team. And we've never had a bigger team or a better team. I counted the other day. I think we have 17 journalists who appear on camera from time to time in Canada alone, not even counting our Australia team or our UK team. So that's all because of you. Um, it's your support. We don't get any money from Justin Trudeau. So thanks for your help on that. We'll have part two of the best ofs tomorrow. I hope you watch it. Until then, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, see you at home. Good night. Keep fighting for freedom.